Welcome back to the Smoking Cask Podcast. I'm Greg. And I'm Jake. And today we're going to be talking to you about one of Jake's favorites, the Glenfiddich 18. Small batch. Oh, yeah. So we were on an interesting conversation that wasn't whiskey related right before we started here. Um, do you want to fill in the crowd on what you learned that was so so groundbreaking regarding finances here? Yeah, it was dumb. I was, I was young and dumb when I did this. but Now, this is something um, I didn't even think of. I, I guess I knew it, but I, yeah. I, you, I'm, you, you said it, and I'm like, holy shit, we got to tell people this. <laughs> what was now, I thinking? Dude, it was, it was just, a, like, again, so um, um, one of us has an incredible impeccable i'll say credit score and let me just say it ain't me and uh but a few years ago i had learned a valuable lesson um that your credit utilization and your credit availability directly affect each other and for everybody putting their hand to their forehead right now going you dumbass i know i'm aware okay what i did was i had uh, my credit score had tanked quick because i just wanted to get rid of my credit cards i, I was kind of done being attached to them and and using them and and essentially paying them off just to use them again sure and i, I kind of got stuck in that loop which is you know whatever it's my fault but it happens to a lot of people and uh, I had went and just, you know, paid off all my debt and started canceling my cards. And I went from having like a $25,000 available credit limit with like a $500 utilization. And then I went down to having like an $800 available credit limit because I only kept one Capital One card and having like a $500 utilization on that. And uh, yeah, credit score and tanked. I don't care what, what school district you went to, what good schools or bad schools you went to. Nobody tells you this shit. Listen, I didn't know it. I mean, you literally, it makes perfect sense how it works, but I'm not, I didn't casually know that until you said it mm -hmm. but see you buy a stick of gum and you lose 10 points in your credit yeah, score pretty much i'm sorry Man. dollar dollar for that gum and uh you buy a loose cigarette in jail a dollar? where are you buying gum at that's on the cheap you're spending like 250 for a pack of hubba bubba nowadays chew, chew five gum let's call it five because you got to cut all five of your fingers off to buy the shit <laughs> right ridiculous oh but yeah so that's um yeah my my credit score used to be awesome uh and then right around the time we bought the house i was like you know what um, well, I, I guess really, right. I got a vehicle and I got a, I got a, uh, a house. What else do I need a credit score for? But, uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but, uh, you just yeah. thumbing your nose at him. Oh. <laughs> it tanked, man. It tanked, uh. it tanked quick and I'm still recovering from that. Uh, luckily my wife's a lot smarter than I am and, and she was good with it. But so to go back, you know, what you're saying about uh, schools and whatnot, we did have an economy or an econ, whatever class. Yeah. We were required was, to take like one semester of it. Yeah, in in like sophomore year, I didn't give a shit about. Well, it was I wasn't paying attention in that class. It was a semester. It was a semester class, but it was I like semester more. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> yeah, whatever. So it was a semester class, and it was divvied up. Half of the year was government, and half of the year was econ. Uh, which I personally believe we should be doing like a full year of each. <laughs> you should be doing well, especially in light of today's At least a full semester. Today's events, I think maybe most people need a full year of government. To understand just how crappy yeah. that can be. But then there's the finance side of it that most of us get out of school and like, yeah, I turned 18, I can buy my own cigarettes and I yeah. can I can get a loan. And then you're like, oh, no one's going to give me a loan because I bought too many cigarettes on my yeah. credit card and now I can't pay for it or whatever. Whatever it is that you your know vices, you, you know. Yeah. You know what you can't do when you're 18? What's that? You can't buy whiskey. And that's what we're here to fucking talk about. That's true. You can't buy cigarettes either anymore. You can't buy oh, that, tobacco. That didn't and even click in the my head. states. I think the whole the whole United States has now gone nuts and turned that down. I, you know what? If you can put an M sixteen in your hands and go shoot at somebody in Afghanistan, you should damn well be able to. That's the yep, you know that's the saying. 
And it's the truth. I know that it's... If you can whatever. go to war, you should be able to buy a beer. So That's today, a lot of people say. we are talking not so much about um, those those uh, fine men and women that are putting their lives on the line and can't buy fucking cigarette, pardon my language, cigarettes here in the States. And yeah, Jake just looked down. We don't have our censor button. It's not something I get angry about often. I did look for but it. But I am a little ticked off by stuff like that. And uh, I apologize. We are here to talk about the Glenfiddich 18, which is called Our Small Batch. Yeah. Right. Yep, the small batch, our small batch, 18 year. Uh, just reading from the bottle here, it says after 18 years in Oloroso sherry and uh, Oloroso sherry and bourbon casks, our aged malts are married in small batches for a rich and elegant complexity. Which is a really long winded way of saying it's freaking going to be pretty good. Yeah. So we did not do, we have done tasting sheets on this full disclosure last episode. We talked about those, we're getting out of them, right? We have not done a tasting sheet today on this, and we are not going to revisit our tasting sheets no, because in for, the past, yeah. for a change of pace, we are going to try this guy. And for an even bigger change of pace, did anybody know that whiskey was expensive? We've decided to use Glen Cairn glasses <laughs> that can hold two ounces yeah. because we've been drinking way too much of the expensive stuff while we're doing these podcasts, and there's like... Two of us listening. So. Well, we, yeah, right. We we found ourselves uh, we found ourselves doing what maybe like three ounce pours. Yeah, that that gets that goes through a bottle quick, especially <laughs> if you get together twice to review it and then you do a podcast on it where you're supposed to drink it. Yep, that's a whole bottle an episode. That is that is a whole bottle an episode. <laughs> so we've decided since we're moving up the ladder here and we're getting close to the end of the Glenfiddich, and then we're going to just start going wild on things that we already own. Um, Which I'm glad that you brought up, by the way. Ah. Uh, so what you had just mentioned a second ago was the tiny Glencairns, which are freaking awesome. Oh yeah. I don't know exactly how much they they are, but we had made a trip down to uh, A Smith Bowman's. Ah uh, yes, what a uh, good, what a good day, Mr. A, Matt. Shout good out. Drive. Yeah. That was a really good day, and you know what? They actually they sell a, a pack of six Glencairn full size glasses for thirty six bucks. Oh, yeah, which is great. It's great, With and it's got their it, inscript, yeah. in, insignia on it and all that, and. These ones, I think, were $6 a piece if you bought a single. Yeah. Yeah, which is still cheap considering, uh, like us, we're trying to limit our drinking, especially during the week. We don't really, none of us drink too much, but we don't want to spend all of our money and time on the whiskeys we love. We'd like to taste it, enjoy it, come back and have more later. Um, So these little glasses are awesome. You ought to check them out if you have not. And check out A. Smith Bowman because the people there are awesome. They're unfortunately pushing the mask thing, but I guess they have to. Or they're, uh, yeah. I think they're choosing they to. They brought uh, up a good concern. They're like, we just have too many people here. Yeah, and the they're people busy. that are here are critical. And, and you if know we what? Lose one of them. Exactly. Shit shuts down. I'd rather them continue to be busy because what they make is great. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even get a tour. We we got a little secret. I won't say this too loud. We got a little secret look back in the in the um, the um, barrel room and got just kind of get a quick see. We didn't get to go through the whole process, but it was awesome. And the people are nice. We stopped down to get some bourbon barrels. And here we are now drinking out of their Glen Cairn glasses. We bought a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so. they, they have an awesome little shop in there. Yes, they do. They have... Um, Quite good, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a great little shop when you walked in. Everybody was so pleasant. Uh, you know, shout out to the uh, the one lady who was helping us, Sarah. She was awesome. Sarah um, was awesome. Yep, she was awesome. And uh, just full of information. And, you know, for everybody listening, uh, we have some A. Smith Bowman stuff coming up. I think, you know, between the two of us, we probably bought, what, like... 10 bottles 10 or 15 yeah (laughs) no no we bought we bought about 10 or a little less but a couple of gifts in there and a couple of doubles because we knew we would like a few of them we are going to do some reviews on that and i think what we're going to do is a fully not a blind but a fully undiscovered tasting of all of their bourbons and then let um 
our wives quietly sit that one out and just enjoy their their bourbon cream liqueur, mm-hmm. which is what my wife and I had some over the weekend. It's fantastic. It is. Good. If you can find that, it turns out it is around in uh, ABC Virginia ABC stores oh, no uh, for around twenty bucks a bottle. That stuff is fantastic. If you're having a Christmas party or something next year, you want to stock up on that. That's awesome to know, man. Yep. Because I didn't, uh, you not even think to look, but I was upset that I only got one bottle when we were down there for well, twenty bucks. And and Mr. It's Matt good. and his wife are both like, well, you can't get it up here too much. And so sometimes I check other stores; they probably don't hit, mm-hmm. and they're around. Within 20 miles of here, yeah. you can get them. There's a bunch of them up in the, the W City up north here from or out west from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely some out there, but that's a good one too. Anyway, not to not to go too far off track, but uh, shout out to A. Smith Bowman. Hopefully we can uh, get a review of your stuff and drop a few business cards in for the podcast and uh, see you guys again soon. It's not that long of a drive. No. We'll, we'll do it in my uh, commuter car next time and not take the so, truck. After eight and a half minutes of bullshit. Yes. <laughs> Shall we give this thing a sniff? Yes, I'd love to. Let's let's drink some. I haven't even taken a sip yet. Me either. Mm-hmm. Smells like a Glenfiddich, which I know is going to surprise a lot of people out there, but it's really... You know what, though? This is a little bit deeper. It is. makes any sense. You actually get a little more alcohol on like, the scent. You can smell the age in this. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if we had a 12 side-by-side side with this, actually, probably a better pair up. Well... Nah, that's that's freezing. I was gonna say the fifteen, but nah, no, I'd say good. the twelve is. If you want to notice the difference, yeah. And honestly, the uh, the the nose in this thing is great, and it is more mature. Um, I get a lot of the apple, but I get a ton of the barrel wood too. Yeah, a ton of it, and and the side to side usually nets me like a lot of the maple, and a lot of that like maple and and honey. I'm not getting it if I do nostril to nostril. And side by side, I get it, but I don't get that much. It's weird because I'm getting like a, a, a small hint of vanilla, right? Yeah. And yep. it does, did it mention, hmm, it doesn't say anything about new, no, it doesn't say anything about new. No. But I do get a small hint of vanilla, probably coming from that, that bur- the ex-bourbon barrel. But I'm also getting like, I don't know, is it, it smells like baked, I don't even know. You know what? It just smells, I've heard somebody refer to it, and I hesitated for a second to say it. I've heard people say it smells like baked apples or baked pear. Yeah. And I don't know if that's an influence in what I was about to say. I don't know. I didn't I, want to copy what I, they I, said. But I tend to agree with that, even though it's, it's not just something I would normally say as a... I tend to agree. I well, tend to Glenf- agree with it. In Glenfiddich 12, right, we got like the crisp apple, right? You, you get that crisp appleness, and it's something that, for me, I can kind of pull out in all the Glenfiddichs. It's almost... Uh, just how you know when you're drinking it. You're like, oh, Glenfiddich. Yep. You do, <laughs> but, you, it's like you're looking at a, yeah. a green apple and cutting it, and yeah. it's, the effervescence of that is hitting your nose. I will say the, the 18 is kind of a bittersweet for me, man. Uh, I really, really like the 18, but why I don't like the 18 is because it is, uh, let's see, what is it? The 15 year is about 75 bucks in our area, um, and this is around 120-ish. I've seen the 15 year down as low as... Getting close to basically seventy dollars, but uh, yeah, typically it's more. And, and actually, I was looking at Glenlivet prices today, and even their even their twelve year. I mean, it's super popular, just yeah. like the Glen Glenfiddich twelve. But Glenlivet twelve is like somewhere like fifty five dollars now. I think everything's gone up. Yeah, I mean, I was looking for your uh, bourbon barrel. I was going to surprise you with a bottle of that today. They don't have it anywhere, and it's like sixty five dollars or something. So it's yeah, it's, it's pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's a you know that's let's say you're seventy right with a buck twenty that's a that's a fifty dollar difference. Yeah. Point being is that I loved well, and I mean I still do, but I was like fanatic about Glenfiddich fifteen. That was my favorite scotch for um, you know the better part of a year, maybe sure. even maybe even more than that before I really started digging into or diving into Islas. And um, yeah, man. So for you know when I had the eighteen, I was like son of a. 
bitch, I gotta start spending fifty more yeah. dollars a bottle. To <laughs> well, that's it. It, you don't you don't have to. We always get <laughs> no, that idea. No, but I joke, but right? I joke. The the truth is, we but damn, it's good. We probably spend too much. Um, and, and honestly, this is one of the whiskeys that would price itself out of my everyday purchase because I would take yes. And I've I've had this before, but we I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh now and relive it and see how it is. But normally. I would tend to take things like a Lagavulin 16. It's got so many more flavors to pick out for 100 bucks versus the 120, 130 that you'll get. I'm shaking my head over here in agreement. Yep. So absolutely. But um, it does smell good. It does smell a little baked. Baked apple or baked pear is reasonable. I yep. think a crisp, fresh cut apple always on these. But I get a whole lot less of all of that than I do on the others. I get. I mean, and that's one of the things I think you get, but they're more expensive. Is you get some better profile of scent and taste. Where you don't just get their base Soleravat yep. whiskey, you know, you're gonna get the a little um, bit of improvement there. Everything's just dampened down a little bit and you're able to taste more. So like the alcohol and all that is just it's it's dampened down in the flavor, which because it's not overpowering alcohol taste, you're able to taste the underlying notes like the you know, a little bit of extra vanilla in there or right. like you know, like the the bakedness, which I think the the baked fruits, because again, that Glenfiddich's always got like that crisp apple to me. So I think the bakedness is just the age of it. Probably it's just the more mellow flavors it's that you sat get. Sat in a from nice, that. really nice hardwood giggity <clears throat> for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's you know the more time it spends, um, I believe it's the maturation process where it where it uh, um, is essentially in that barrel, kind of mingling with the wood for all those years. Yeah, uh, I think that that's what really gives it the the deeper flavors and um, brings that alcoholness down and makes us able to taste a lot of it. At least for me, it makes me able to taste a lot more of this stuff. Um, the eighteen, it is a great bottle. But it is, like you said, a little bit expensive, and there are better options out there. If you like Glenfiddich and you want to try the 18, 100% uh, go for it. I, I I love it, but it's not it's it's a special occasion bottle. It's not one that I break out all the time. You're right. Um, you know, really, the only reason why we went through um, about a bottle at this point is just because we've meant to do this podcast what three times now, and we keep getting together. We you know we'll kind of do them in batches. We'll we'll do a couple tasting sheets at a time, and then we'll we'll individualize the podcast. And right. we just we've had a few samples of this guy. Yeah, we <laughs> have. That's why we, we have. went through so much. But it's so good. It is good. And with that, um, we get we get some more wood on it. We get some more um, baked fruit. We get a little bit of vanilla mm-hmm. and some maple. Uh, if you if you lift it with the right nostril. And then the left, sometimes you get a little bit of that maple. But I think pretty much what we're saying is that this one is totally different uh, after you get that a little bit of crisp apple in the beginning than the rest of them. So with that, let's give it a try. Here we go. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. These tiny little glink hairs. Dinky. <laughs> and you do. You get so much more mm. of the wood expression from this than you do the apple and the kind of, you know, it just is really good. You do get a little more of the wood expression, which I like. It's been sitting in a barrel longer, so you really do. I held on to that for a second. I almost get a little bit of almost a little bit of cinnamon at the end. I got a little bit of like a throat bite at the end, which is that's crazy. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, it's really? Like, what is that? I'm like, there's something just sitting here hanging on. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what it is. A little bit of spices in there. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. I'm gonna take another sip real quick. I don't think I'm gonna chew it this time, but I'm just gonna let's see. Yep, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm always pleasantly surprised when I try this one. Sorry about the dead air there, guys. A little bit uh, preoccupied. Got some work stuff coming in and out. Got to handle that. Um, but the, uh, 
Yeah, the profile on this guy is different. That little bit of cinnamon adds a ton to me, and it's not something I've gotten from any other scotch. Oddly enough, we're about to try uh, pretty soon here, try one that'll probably have even more complexity to it, which I'm a little afraid of. Because right now, this is almost too much. I feel like I'm not even deserving of this 18. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. The uh, couple cool little things about this is that um, uh, now Glenfiddich is award-winning, right? We all know that is great. But th- this particular one in 2019 won the IWSC. And for those who don't know, that is the uh, International Wine and Spirits Competition. They won the gold medal in 2019. And then in 2019, they also won the gold medal in the uh, Scott Whiskey Masters or the SWM uh, competition. So double award-winning for the same year, 2019, um, both prestigious categories, now it's good. I have an interesting question to raise based on that. Is this the batch? Oh, boy. Is this the batch that we're drinking right now, or is the award winner the batch that you had that tasted entirely different? The old bottle. Oh, that's a great point that you. Okay, so uh, I don't uh, know. I can't. Sometimes I'm not stupid. I can't say that, but it does bring up a good point that uh, you know these are small batches. They are done, uh, I believe, in 150 barrel batches. Um, and you call us what you want, anybody who listens. We will say, both of us, our visionary, before we even really got an episode of this podcast nailed down, we decided, per Jake's suggestion, to try both of these 18s next mm-hmm. to one another. Because yep. Bl- I have a couple Blinded by bottlings. his wife, blinded them out for us. And we tried them. And and to our excellence, it was entire our surprise and excellence, it was entirely different. They were. I mean, they have some similarities in the beginning, just like any Glenfiddich. But they are entirely different whiskeys, and they're the same year. And they're basically what you're holding is what replaces what you had before. Yep. What you're holding is the replacement of that. And I will tell you, I prefer this better. We both did, but it is certainly it not. Blew my mind. It is certainly not. Uh, you know, a quality of this whiskey that vintage in the bottle makes it better. Mm-hmm. Turns out this one is actually more of a. I'd call it better. And if we got another bottle, I'd bet I'd wager consistency was probably better with this one too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I I prefer the newer batch which unfortunately and that's the one gripe that i have so when they did the bottle change for this i think that they did um they did the they did the 12 year the 15 year uh in 2018 they did the 18 year new bottling in 2020 or no, I'm sorry, I already jacked that up. They did the 12 and the 15 in 2019. They did the new bottling of the 18 in 2020, and then they did the new bottling of the 21 um, in 2021. Uh, I think when they did the new bottling, that's when. So I, I got, I bought them both at the same time. I got an old bottling and a new bottling from the same store, side by side, and I was very surprised that we liked this one, uh, the new bottling more. You know, I might be, I <clears throat> might be, a, and you as well, maybe in the minority, but I think this one would win as many awards. Mm, as the I'm other sure. and maybe that one is more of a good. yeah but maybe that one's more for the the complex palette that likes more of the wood flavor this has still a lot of other sweets and earth to it yeah that that other one just didn't it had it had just pretty much oak it tasted like i mean mm-hmm. it was good but it tasted like oak and i know this is not an official review on that year but it, it's a review on 18 yeah if you can find one of those bottles was, it's probably not going to be as good as this but you would find it interesting to grab one and try flavoring. Now, I would not go spend 500 because it's discontinued. If you can find it for the price of the new 18 or less, I would buy one or have one of your friends give you a nip of theirs. It's definitely worth trying to see the difference in their process between the two. Yeah. The batch that I had for that one was uh, 3,900 
and nine, I think, was that batch number for the old bottling. What's because the batch it, on this one? Well, that's the shitty part. On the new bottlings, they don't actually have the batch number. Ah. Uh, yep. And that is uh, that is also correct for the 21, um, because the the 21 year that I have that is the new bottling does not have the batch number, but the old one is batch number 68. See, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe they, maybe they want to make it more of a unified product where people aren't wondering what batch they're getting and they're not trying to create some crazy ra- uh, like maybe but i enjoyed it yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i think it's cooler to say like if we both bought a bottle and we had different years and we could say that on different occasions we prefer this like with a cigar we prefer yeah. this one with just a naked tasting we prefer this one yep i think it'd be fun to do that it, it kind of it's good because it makes again it seems like they're all about consistency right same with like the lagavulins and them but i really like the idea of some uniquity too, of like if hey if you if you were dumb enough to not buy one in 2016, the 2022 sucks compared to it, or yeah. or vice versa, you know. And did you get your money's worth back then versus now? I mean, it's fun to argue over that stuff. Could you imagine how hard those bottles would be to get a hold of if that was the case? It'd become allocated so fast. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> it, it would be. It would be, it would be like be no the US, fun. It'd be like the U.S. bourbon market real quick. With, Sorry, uh, messing with my mic there. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. No, but it, w- what I do find surprising, and I think what you'll appreciate about this bottle as well, is you know you mentioned, uh, and I, well, actually I think I mentioned it as well. I'm not sure if, if you did, but um, the uh, alcohol taste on this is not overwhelming. And this is one of the only Glenfiddichs that's not 40% alcohol. This is 43. So it's even a little bit hotter than the ah. typical offering, but it's so much more mellow. It is more Which mellow. is funny. I mean, we, you know, not to jump back to Bowman, A. Smith Bowman, but their 100 proof bourbon in my recent and very limited first and second tries, their 100 proof is smoother and softer and easier on the throat than their 94, 96, whatever that yep, other one is. I'll agree with that. I 100%. was amazed at that. What is, I mean, it's, it seems physically and chemically impossible mm-hmm. to me. Blows my mind. How can you let something age technically less, right? I think the, 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 um, the, uh, what's the, what's the name of their highest on? Uh, there's the John Jay Bowman. John Jay. The John yeah. Jay is, is a hundred proof, which means by technicality, it's aged less. Or aged longer, I guess. No, it is that. No, I'm it's not, aged less. That I'm not sure. Maybe of. it's different in bourbon, but I know in Scotch, if you get a really old bottle, typically the alcohol is evaporating as it's aging. Yeah. Well, uh, to small degrees, and some of it's absorbed into the wood. Maybe with a bourbon, it's not the same, but it seems to me like the longer aging would make it a lower proof. Well, I know what they do. Um, what they do typically is they will. Uh, so you have ones that are like cask strength, right? Yeah. Whenever right. you get like a cask strength bourbon or, or anything like that, you're you're looking at, and I know that there is a limit that it can come out of the cask at when it comes to bourbon, but I, I might mess this up, but I believe it's like 120. Um, okay. And, and then at that point, it becomes a spirit again. Yeah. If you're above that. Yep. So, so you, I it's think, probably barely aged at that point. Yep. And then they take it out and then they water it down. And then water yeah. it down to whatever whatever they want the market. So, like for instance, they took this out. I don't know. Oh man, I, God, to find some cast strength Glenfiddich would be freaking awesome. But I think it's cast strength, and then they water it down to forty three percent. So that makes me wonder. Um, for, for like the the John J. Bowman, do they pick a specific mash, a, a specific batch that they really like, and an aging process that they like? They said that they age at wildly different temperatures because they're still up north beyond a lot of the rest of the bourbon trail yep, and a lot of their stuff's indoor as well it's indoors but it's indoors in a non-heat managed area so yeah, it's not very climate hot, control not yep. climate controlled thank you it gets very hot very cold and the humidity is a little more balanced than an outdoor barn storage but 
I wonder if they mix it down. I mean, maybe that starts out as 110 proof, you know, and they bring it down to 100 with a little bit of water or something. Yeah. It, that stuff is great. I just, it, the whole science of it blows my mind because I think in scotch, if you're getting an out-of-the-barrel scotch, I've always imagined it as the longer it ages, the lower the ABV is, the lower the yeah. proof is. Did I love these questions? Because I'm going to go back and listen to this later <clears throat> and uh, and look up a lot of these answers for us. We are we are all going to learn today. Once once we get on to... What is that, a 43? Yep, 43. So a little birdie told me that the 21 is a 40%. Yep. Which, yeah, they're 12, and their 15 is as well. I think the 14 is a 43. Yeah, I yep. wonder if the process is a little more lamed out, simplified for the 12 and the 15. Yeah. Because it's like mass-produced. I mean, it's all Solaravat, right? Mm. But they... Well, well, the 15 is. The 12 is not. Mm-mm. Okay, so that's interesting enough. I thought they both were a Solaravat style. No. Okay, well, so th- maybe, maybe the process is simplified enough that... They get it just at an even, you know. It's easy to probably rate. It's easy to import it. Yeah, it, all that. I don't know, but I'm in, I'm interested in trying the uh, 21. So join us next week. So we're gonna do the uh, the Glenfiddich 21 single malt. That is a Reserva rum cask finish. That guy is gonna be probably real good. And like I'm I said, I'm af- excited. For I am that. too, but I'm afraid to try it and not want to have to have anything else. Yeah, but That's, it's that also 40. percent That was the uh, that was the dilemma between the 15 and the 18 for me. Once yeah. I had the 18, I was like, son of a bitch. You know what's gonna <laughs> stop me from being worried about it is I can't afford that one, no. so it's not a big deal. No. I can afford the 18 and the 15 if I want to, but I cannot afford the 21 or the 23 or the 26. I've heard is supposed to be good. We can't afford that either. So <laughs> now. Yeah. So there's something that uh, you know while we were talking, I realized I didn't do, man. Which which brings me to two points. One, oh, sh- I didn't shit. I know do where the he's bottle going. pop. What You're fired. The hell? You're fired. Oh, that's uh, actually that's pretty good. good stuff. That was a quarter turn. I'll do it one more time. Yeah, uh, his favorite part of the podcast is bottle pop. That was good. But since he missed it, he's fired. I'm going to get a guy we work with named B to come take his place. Yeah, be a lot more relaxed schedule. Just be a podcast of one. Um, <laughs> So this, what I do like too, is on the new 18. Now the old 18 is a wooden cork also. It's the first um, first of their core ranges where they get into the wooden topped cork. And this is actually nice. I don't know what kind of wood this is. It's like a darker stained wood. It has their uh, gold, uh, what do you call it, screen print? Is that what it is? Where it's just like laid on top? Um, yeah, it's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's essentially like a gold screen print. Uh, it's got their their stag on it. And then it has the uh, Brian Kingsman. It's their stamp um, basically, yeah. Yeah, gold screen or yeah, screened in gold on the sides here it's nice i mean it's nice it's actually decorative enough Uh, now it probably is for all intents and purposes probably a cheap piece of pine or maybe a piece of veneered but it's it uh, looks nice it was enough it actually has some sanding marks in it we need to check another one and see if the sanding marks are different yeah i got another yeah but that's it's pretty good um i do like that and and i'm typically pretty picky about that so Mm. i mean as we'll see we're going to jump into a rating scale here shortly and and Mm. uh that is one of the things that pisses me off more than anything is when there's like this really expensive whiskey and they put a rubber cork and a, you know, plastic cap on it. It's like, come on, dude. I mean, if it's just so expensive that you want it to be furniture at that point, you need it to be up. Now, this one's not a, not a furniture grade price and it has a, a wooden top, which I think is cool. Yeah. They definitely did a good job with that. Also yeah. like the colors. It's like almost a hunter green, almost a blue uh, on the top label, on the neck label. And then the, the rest of it is gold and white and it just matches their there it, it makes you feel like you're looking at a uh prestigious bottle <laughs> yeah it's not really it does it is a good looking one man yes it when is you line it up with all the other ones it really is and you don't you don't appreciate the uh the wooden top until you've had a cork break on you or you've had uh um what's the uh the 12 year mm-hmm. uh has the plastic top and the first i don't know 
10 times of taking that cork out. It's not bad, right? Yeah. It's, it stays yep. relatively tight. Then that thing just got... it loosens up, man, and now it almost <laughs> falls out on its own. Remember that uh, girl that had daddy issues? <laughs> it's pretty up. much that. <laughs> you know, a friend of mine, we, well, I don't know if he's a friend anymore. I hope he is. Uh, I used to talk to him a lot. Don't do much anymore. But uh, Jason, Mr. Jason, he had a very expensive bottle of scotch. We were trying it uh, when we were at a job site. Actually, we were in a hotel trying it. And the cork broke off. And I was like, oh, crap, I feel bad because I did it. And then another bottle at his house one time, a very expensive bottle, the cork broke off in the bottle. And I'm wondering if... it was just you. Yeah. And well, (laughs) that one was actually not me. That was him. But I was standing there, so I might have willed it to happen just so that I wouldn't feel so bad. Nonetheless, I'm not sure what that has to do with the quality of the cork and how you you rest the bottles. I know you're not supposed to let your scotch hit the cork because it'll contain the flavor. Mm -hmm. But how else do you keep it wet then? Yeah. You're going to be a dirty cork soaker? Yeah, you right. Soak some corks. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, with that, I, I think I actually want to jump over, if I can. Um, I'll let you do a little little dance like a like a puppet over here, and we'll. Uh, I'm going to go find the rating sheet. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I mean, um, yeah. The 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 18 is great. Uh, one of the things that I think is cool about it, and I what I need to look a little bit more into. Again, we do have an, an exciting upcoming episode where uh, once we do the 21 year. So I guess what we'll probably take a small break in between that. Uh, and then we're going to come out with a what we call a Churchill episode, and basically a long episode uh, where we're going to go, which through, is like this or a little longer. Yeah, it could well, be a lot longer. It'll probably. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a better half of an hour and a half or more. I, I'd call this a Churchill through. too, and only be well. I don't know what I'd call this guy, but it's uh, I like these episodes because we try to keep them just just above or just around an hour. Yeah. Um, but then those ones, I think that we have our nubbies, which are going to be under 25, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then anything else that's above an hour, I call it a Churchill. And it, yeah. it, this one may be a video review Churchill, too, because we may debut our YouTube channel then. Yeah, true. Um, that'll be a lot of fun because it's going to be a pretty episode, too. Yeah. You know, with all those Dude, bottles. It's, so it's going to be all core ranges, uh, or all the core range of Glymphitic. So that's 12, 14, 15, 18, and 21, all in one episode. Give that um, a smell now that you've... Um, are you getting vanilla? I just mm-hmm. took a smell, and all I got was vanilla or like... Now a that, the, bottom, the glass is almost yeah. empty. Mm, yep. Yeah, that's not all I get, but it's mostly what I get. So it's so good. All right. So it's so good for the package and labeling on this guy. Uh, I'm going to go with a six. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go with for the bottle and cork. I'm going to go with a six as well. In glass aesthetics, that's an interesting one because we didn't talk about it today, but we have talked about it. It's not as ambery and dark as you'd think for being aged a little longer. It's actually kind of I mean nice is, golden color. It is a dark ambery. Yeah. But not it's not incredibly dark. It's not a whole lot different mm-hmm. than the 15, I would say. Arguably, I wish I had a 15 down here, but I don't. But anyway, the in-glass aesthetics, I like it. It's got a little more stick to the side of the glass to it than the 15. So I'm not actually going to give that guy a five and a half, um, which is something for me. That's, that's actually higher than normal. Um, the nose on it, I got to go a little lower than normal. I'm actually going to give that a five because I feel like the nose really doesn't express much more... I mean, it does definitely get, it's different than the others, right? But it definitely is not a, it's not like, wow, this is more expensive and it's so nosy. It's actually a lot of, a lot of wood and then just the regular apple yeah. and some baked pear. It's it's everything you would expect out of a Glenfiddich. Exactly. Just uh, the only thing that I would say is different is on the taste. The alcohol is dulled down enough to where you can pull out everything else. That's, mm. that's about the only difference. I would say if, if 
well, stupid statement, but I'd say if you took the 12 year and aged it another six years, you'd have, uh, you'd have 18. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Son of uh, a bitch. No, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And I'm, I'm going to say, I'm not, you know, forget about my ratings. You tell me what you want in yours, but I, I I've got to say that the, the finish on this guy is awesome because it adds a little of that cinnamon, but it's also surprising because it doesn't linger that long. Mm-mm. I'm still getting a tiny bit of it on my tongue, but the actual finish, I would have say stopped eight, nine seconds. I was counting it out in my head. Yeah. Eight, nine seconds of finish. So so let's go in here. Uh, I'm going to keep that at a five. I'm going to go bottle and cork, do a seven. So pa- package and labeling, a five bottle and cork is yep, a seven? Yep, take that up to a seven. In glass aesthetics can stay a six. Nose can stay a six. Initial taste. Uh, bring that down to a six. Okay. And then finish on it can stay that. Yep. All right. So this one, um, this one comes out. To a 6.0, which is still pretty much in line with what we'd expect. I tend to give this one a better initial taste and finish because, and it's all subjective, right? I like a whiskey that doesn't stick around super long in my mouth, but I like the ending to have something to it. And this one, instead of just dying out, gives me cinnamon, which I never expected. Yeah. So welcome to the welcome to the jungle which, of whiskey. You know what? Again, this is totally. Yeah, I think we kind of raved about this. Oh, our, our system. One. Yeah, but I mean, look look at that. That's a six. In the last one we did, uh, we did the fifteen, or no, we did the fourteen last, which I think the fifteen was a five point nine, the fourteen was a five point eight, the twelve was an even five zero, and this is a six. Yep, it actually does match up. I love seeing this work. Yeah, I really do. Especially it, since it, it was a really dumb, just random idea. God, thrown together so quick, but it's perfect. It's perfect. This is going to be our. That's awesome. Oh, you know, it's a just in in looking around and trying to learn about the eighteen. Another yeah. cool thing that I've, I've uh, discovered was that Glenfiddich actually has it's one of the or it might be the only distillery that has an on site cooperage where they take care of all their barrels oh, nice. um, as they yeah as they uh, do they they like bottle feed them and massage them and sing them songs that's at night. It. That's it. That's it. Oh, just constant. You're gonna be a lovely Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> They're singing. <laughs> I can just picture them all singing to the. <laughs> we just offended so many people (laughs) no (laughs) whatever but this stuff's good i love glenfiddich that is great i'm excited to do the uh the core range episode and i'm excited to try that 21 year next next week i'm excited to find some content and get us canceled like joe rogan that's what i'm trying to figure out what do you mean canceled oh they try to kick him off spotify recently yeah but he's joe (laughs) fucking rogan there's no way they would just cancel us they just delete our account we don't know what happened to your stuff i'm sorry (laughs) i don't even think we've had one view aside from our own probably not but that's gonna change a couple people a couple family yeah full disclosure if anybody's going back listening to the episodes we have quite a few are the uh, that are all right out there, um, but they're they're not mass listens because we chose to get our stuff figured out, get a format going. We know that the first ten yeah. to fifteen are usually not most podcasters' best, and then we're going to go distribute some information about our podcast on social media. But more importantly, in person, we're going to go to cigar shops, whiskey shops, whatever we can find. Yeah. And the idea is we're going to get this out there to the right people at the right time and you can come back and listen so if you're coming back and listening we're not ragging on ourselves that hard neither of us are upset about our listens it's fun as hell to do this we have we are in the infancy of podcasting we have a lot of growing to do we We also don't mind in this we don't mind even if we were mature at it if no one listened it's just an excuse for us to get our feelings out there about whiskey absolutely for example a little uh insight into the back uh the the back end of this of this show we are going to switch because we talked about our financial issues earlier where we don't want to overspend. <laughs> we are going to continue to talk to y'all today and switch to a, this guy is 
Spayburn. Spayburn, Spayside Single Malt Scotch, 10-year aged. And this guy has a nice little signature that is not real pen, but it looks like real pen. This is matured for 10 years in American Oak Ex-Bourbon and Ex-Cherie casks. Uh, this is an award. This award-winning winning single malt was born of Spayside's natural elements embodying the rich, fresh sweetness of the region. I don't know about all that, but that's what they say on the bottle. For how much a bottle? And I can test that for $32 a bottle when I bought it. Okay. It's pretty damn good. And I got to say, I'll let you do a cork, cork pop on this guy. This is definitely not the point of the episode here, but we're going to drink this to relax. This guy has a wooden cork top and a real cork, and that is for less than $40. And she's tight. Yeah, this is nice. It's real too, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, see? That's not bad. I mean, for look, all I'm saying is for $30, $32, you don't see a wood top. Nope. You also don't see a scotch that I would recommend to my scotch drinking friend to drink. Now, we are going to do something bizarro because we just had a Glenfiddich 18 and we love it. We're going to stop drinking it because it's expensive. We want to save it and enjoy it when <laughs> yeah. it's important, like when the world's coming to an end or something similar. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to get our full-size Glencairn glasses. We're going to pour ourselves a couple of these, and we're going to see just how awful it is next to a Glenfiddich 18. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, you want to pass me the... Uh Boom, baby. Pass me the smaller little guy. Yeah, just give us a half pour in that. Little tiny half of a half. Plenty. More than enough. Now we're going to do a nice heavy pour of the space side, which is a Spayburn. 10 year. We're going to do a nice heavy pour of that. And we're going to see if we can stomach it after drinking this nice expensive guy. I can test that it won't be as bad as the first time Jake told me about when he gave a blowjob. Oh, Jesus Christ. That story again. <laughs> that, <laughs> that old story. No, that old, Come on, man. That's old news. No college way. was crazy. <laughs> He's never been to college. That's right. I don't man. actually know. Man. All right. Has anybody ever been to a bar and ordered a uh, double, double, double? Because that's what Greg just handed me. Now, the nose is really bizarre on this. I'm warning you now. It's good. Oh, what but is it's that? really bizarre. That kind, I'm not going to lie, being 100% honest, that kind of is a turnoff. After having the 18. Yeah, right. On the nose. Right. I'm not going to lie either. I, I tend to agree that it is an obvious difference in quality. Oh, my gosh. That smells so good. <laughs> this has got a little... um. What is that smell? Not iodine, uh, but something... Like rubber cement, almost. There is a weird alcoholness on this. Like... Hey, hey, maybe I'll find it in the taste. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to take a nip. Cheers. Cheers, sir. We always, we always clink these things. Don't thank me. This cost me like 40 cents. Either way. It's like those factory smoke cigars I got. You're like, oh, thanks, man. I'm like, no, it's like $1.30. Have it. <laughs> it's actually, it starts off with a little bit of that flavor because of the smell, I think, in your nose. But the taste ends quickly mm. and mildly. Not bad. A little vanilla at the end, actually. A lot of vanilla. Man, these cheap scotches. I was always told that you couldn't have a cheap scotch or a good cheap scotch. But these cheap scotches, man, this, the monkey shoulder, I'm I'm impressed. I couldn't put I'm this impressed. against uh, I could put it against a monkey shoulder, not in scent, but in flavor, maybe. Yeah. Not similar, but equally easy to drink for sub thirty dollars. Which or sub forty dollars. Yep. Which anybody wants to drink a uh, a cheap Glenfiddich fifteen year, uh <laughs> grab yourself some uh monkey shoulder. Uh, I think the original batch is batch twenty seven. It's interesting, huh? It smells better after you tasted it. It's almost got like, in comparison to the 18, it's almost got nothing on the smell, but on the taste, 
The taste is good. It's very mellow. Hopefully no one ever hears this episode because then Spayburn will jump the price to 100 bucks. Mm. Compared to an 18 scotch on this podcast, we're these experts. In, we're not experts in two people, listen. Is it? Oh, yeah, 10 year? 10 year. It's very mellow. It tastes very young, mm-hmm. if that makes even sense. It even looks young. It looks like it looks like you get um, Miller High Life in that glass. Yeah, seriously. It does. That's not even an understatement either. The champagne of whiskeys. <laughs> ah, they're not that oh, far apart in color, though, really. Put it up to the light, yeah. Yeah, they, when, they're, when, they're, when you're shining a light bulb through them, they're similar. So we didn't, we did, this episode is the Glenfiddich 18, but we thought it'd be fun to jump something cheap in there because yeah. now we're hitting the point of, not comfortable to rebuy. There is the almost a hundred dollar difference between the these two glasses. Well, I don't know that there's a hundred dollar taste difference. I know that there. I'd say there's a fifty dollar taste difference. I'd be happy to pay eighty bucks to get that flavor, seventy five maybe. Um, I don't even know, man, because. Well, but if you're sniff, if you're nosing them, you'd be turned off. But yeah. but drinking it and then going back and nosing it, it's actually. I don't know if it gets kind of stuck on your palate, whatever that flavor is that I was like rubber cementy almost. <laughs> what kind of whiskey advertisement is that? Drink a lot of the scotch before you smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, drink a good three or four sips before you even smell it. I'll tell you what does get to me though. And the fingers are nice on this, on the glass. Um, what gets to me is the ending is almost so mellow and, and vanilla-y that it almost becomes too much vanilla. Now, I think this would go I'll really... I'll never have that issue. You like that? Because I love it. When you were a bourbon guy before you were a scotch guy. So <clears> like <throat> the bourbon barrel Glenfiddich 14, this would be a good pairing against that because it has a similar ending flavor. You can taste that X bourbon barrel in it. It's, um, yeah, uh, well, opposite. I've always, scotches have always been my thing. Glenfiddich 15 was always my go-to even. Basically, wow. once I started having a choice. I'm sure and, if I actually listened to our podcast, I yeah. would have heard that at if, some point. If, <laughs> if I would have had a choice in the liquors that I drank prior to 21, it would have been Glenfiddich. But once I turned 21, it was all Glenfiddich uh, 15 for That's the most fair. part. Yeah. In scotches. Then I started finding my way into um, uh, some bourbons here and there. And then I finally landed on what my current favorite is, which I'm not going to get into the specifics of it, but I will say it is an Isla Scotch. Um, I've done extensive testing for you all when it comes to Isla Scotches. <laughs> I just like to and, know that I sacrificed that yeah, part of my liver for you. I <laughs> so much yeah, to bet. get you guys great information. And, uh, you know, once once we definitely get into which is I'm surprised we haven't even done a, a, a in-between episode yet of an Isla Scotch. But once we do... Um, well, yeah, we kind of did by accident, right? I love them. So if anybody didn't listen to our interlude for Glenfiddich uh, just recently, we did an interlude where we blinded two whiskeys against one another. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, and... and, and distiller's edition. I'm a douchebag, so the one that I got was under 40 bucks, and Jake liked it. <laughs> and Jake's not a douchebag, so the one he got was over 100, and I, of course, like that. Uh, <laughs> but that, that was, was the Lagavulin Distiller's Edition to versus be fair, the... Oh, I was going to say, to be fair, the one that I did get, I got it because it was, you know, part of the uh, collection, so to speak. Yeah. I have the 8, I have the 11s, I have the 16, uh, the Distiller's Edition I didn't have. So yeah. that that complete, it, it served a dual purpose. One, we both got to try it, and two, I got to add it to my bottle club. I really like it, but I still like their 16 more. Personal preference. God damn it. We need to do those next to one another, that's fine. That's my, if you ever decide to buy a nice desk... Actually, buy a nice desk. I bought an expensive sit-stand electric desk, and it's piece of crap. Nice, yeah, nice I keep mechanics. Setting stuff down on it too. It's loud, basically which... yeah, but it's basically like a giant guitar string. You uh-huh. touch it, and it goes for like four days. Yeah, so, yeah. What was I saying? 
What were we just talking about? Oh, you, I, I argue that the Distillers Edition versus the 16, I like the Distillers ah, Edition less and than I'll, the 16. I'll give you all of that because I still think that the uh, Lagavulin 8-year is the best one. In my, I mean, when it comes to flavor, and I will say this a bazillion times on this podcast sure. throughout the years. Sure, when I'm drinking, he's a pain in the ass. When I'm drinking whiskey, I like whiskey. to know that I'm drinking whiskey. I like a little bit of flavor. I like a little bit of heat. Um, you know, like the, the Glenfiddich, again, have not had it yet, but the one we're going to do next week, the... the um, um, to fit the rum, motif rum of this. cask. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. The the rum cask. You know, if that's too sweet, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yep. be into that as much as I am. The you know, the painful year. part of that is we're gonna be doing an episode as long as or shorter than this one for that. Yeah. What would be a two hundred and fifty, uh, two hundred eighty nine dollars? Let's say out the door with tax like two forty. Okay, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Now we've done one that expensive already. Um, but that was a special edition for us. So now we're going to do a regular episode, regular, regular ass episode. As uh, what did we? Oh, the Delmore Cigar Malt. It's oh, not God. HBO. It's that just was... regular ass TV. <laughs> regular ass TV. That shit was good. That yeah. Delmore. You know what though? I would. Uh, that's one. That's one that I would buy a bottle of. Like mm. even though it was two hundred bucks, I would buy that bottle and I would have it on standby. That's that going to be the other upsetting good. part. If we ever get to this twenty-one, and then we ever get to the twenty-three, uh-huh. how much? better is the Dalmore or or not the cigar malt reserve how good was mm. that compared to those for the Mm-mm. for the for the price difference i mean the Dalmore is already cheaper than the 21 glenfiddich 21 um rum cask it's like twenty dollars thirty dollars cheaper but is yep. it if it's so much better we're gonna be ticked off i mean that's just how it works Very t- and then the the 23 yeah the 23 is a 320 dollar bottle yeah and then the 20 do they have a 20 no they don't have a 25 they go straight to 26 they did have they? a 25 i think at one point in time if you yeah. look around it's a. but i could be wrong i'm pretty sure they did it might be a since it's probably in the excellence, it also might have been an experimental bottle, like aged or finished in something else. Maybe. But I think they did. But no, they got the 26, then they go all the way up to a 33 or 30 or something, $45,000. They do have a 30, which is relatively reasonable. And mm-hmm. by re- relatively reasonable... Compared I mean, to 30-year scotches, yeah. Well, uh, so yeah. Compar- yeah. They they have a 30-year, which is uh, sub 1000 bucks. They have... It smells like sweet full- sawdust after smelling the other one, though. All right, like maple and like maple and oh, honey. And, mm-hmm. All right, I'll have to dive back into it here in a second. But they have so they have the thirty year, which is under a thousand bucks. They got the forty year, which is somewhere between five and twelve thousand, depending on where you get it at. And then once you bump up to the fifty, the fifty five year, and then I think they have one called Sweet Jane. I so thought, they have the fifty sixty year, and then they have the Sweet Jane. I thought that the thirty three or whatever that the thirty year increment was forty thousand bucks. Is it That's not? the 50 year. The you know what? Year. Okay. Going, we have the Google machine right here. What are we freaking doing? We don't use technology. What? I Who uses technology really anyway? Don't. Honestly, you got to work with it all day. Now you want to sit on your phone and look up. Of course, I want to look up scotches on my phone. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Yep. Let's see. All right. So 50 year Glenfiddich. You are looking at just one low payment of $38,451.99 and that's on fruitbat.com. Now there's a there's a few different options here ranging anywhere from low 30,000s all the way up to uh 56,000 is what I'm seeing. Unrelated, what do you think a mostly working 34-year-old kidney and a an eight and a half month year old baby will sell for on the black market? <laughs> not a mostly working. Not <laughs> just, I don't want to give it full credit. I, you know. Not enough. Ah, son of a gun. Not enough. My, my mom gets to live another day as a grandma then she no. 
I'm not going to sell the baby for a bottle of scotch this week. Your kidney's going to come with like a 30-day warranty. I said like, this week, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's day 32 that it crapped out on oh, you. Oh, sorry. We'll send you a free coupon to dialysis testing machines. But that's it. Mobby. Uh, I do see that um, some of the the smaller batches, or smaller batches, some of the older 18-year small batches on here, um, you know, they're, they're ranging about 150 up. Uh, to approximately three hundred dollars, and that's just for the the difference in the batches. Uh, well, and these are also going back labels as well, right? So every, gotcha. I don't want to say every batch releases a new label, but it seems like Lymphitic has changed their label two or three times recently. So the older batches are the older labelings, and you know, right, they're right. they're like a buck fifty to. Well, here's one. Um, this I would say this one's ten years old, ten years older. So. Probably came out in like 2008 to 2012, and this is 245 bucks. Wow! Here's an older bottling. Oh wow, that's just a 200 mil bottle for 250 bucks. That sounds that sounds about right. And you know what? I'd say that because people that have had it might know something about how Damn. it stacks up against the current one. You never know. Yeah. I I for one think the very early or the very late previous bottling wasn't as good. As what we drank here today. Maybe I've got to say, hold of these. Now, now I'm changing my statement. Don't waste your time and money getting a hold of these unless you want to collect. Jake is a collector. I understand that. Uh, Greg is not a collector. I don't care. I mean, I, I care to kind collect the ones that I want to drink. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but that's the problem is you can... Now I want to... If you make a statement to yourself early on in your young days of drinking whiskey and decide, I'm going to buy every Glenfiddich. I'm going to buy a, a, a version of everything that's been made, say, since my grandfather was alive, whatever. Mm. Now you're going to be buying bottles of 200 milliliter scotch for 250 fucking dollars, yeah. which is ridiculous. But you know what the badass thing that I'm thinking about? If I buy these bottles now mm -hmm. and wait till I'm my grandfather's age, how much can I sell those bottles for? Well, that depends on if um, <laughs> Wendy Inch divorces you, if she took half of your stuff or not. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> that alimony payment might include if he sells a bottle of scotch. I don't know. Yeah. You just you just never know. You know Elaine would leave me for that. But she'd probably she'd probably half leave. She'd take some of her stuff but still come back because I cook, <laughs> you know, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, you get that in the uh what's that what's that is that the alimony where you so child supports where you got kids, then alimony is when you're the, you don't have kids, but that's just how much you you pay to keep up the lifestyle that yeah. they had or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so that's part of like the alimony is uh, part of your whiskey collection it's, if it's, you sell anything. It's Greek. It comes from the base all your money. Oh, that's yeah. where that that's where that term comes from. Yeah. We're we're actually in the in the Greek uh, in the Greek language. It's not all of your money, but it's close to. So they just round up. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, that's where the language. That's comes hilarious. From. Yeah. No, it's not really. No, I was gonna say that's just too funny. <laughs> alio money. That's like the, oh, all right, you want to talk about uh, uh -oh. languages and whatnot? Being it. So, uh, Glenfiddich, for all that you that See don't know. See the look know, on my face? Yeah, it's concerned. Because I, I know your history with language. It's concerned. <laughs> yeah. Now, Glenfiddich is, uh, yes. is Gaelic for Valley of the Deer. Um, it's actually uh, the Valley of the River. F uh, so, Glen in Gaelic means the valley. And then Fittich is the uh, the river that flows behind the distillery. So it's actually um, the valley, well, it's the valley of the deer. Fittich's name is Gaelic for deer, but Glenfiddich is the valley of the deer or cool. the valley of the river Fittich. Just so you know, Gaelic straight, like we don't care what you do with your free time. Just, <laughs> just keep it out of keep it out of our podcast notes. We don't care. That's now, that is actually pretty cool. Valley of the yep. deer yep. also could be dirty, but also pretty good name. It's Which is funny. Name. So I guess a stag is a deer. Now I am a, I am a hunter. I, I am a 
pretty avid outdoorsman and i don't i mean a stag has got to be a deer right it's got antlers and all that it's got to be in the moose you do say you're elk. a hunter and i've seen some i've seen <clears throat> some proof of that yeah but i've only ever seen you really track down a wawa for a sandwich since yeah. i've known you <laughs> you so and i true. haven't had the chance to go out and hunt together or anything it's, like that yet it's so. so true dude well guess you what? track a wawa like i track some spaghetti and meatballs that's what let that. me tell you something i might have a i might have a, a hit going out on a squirrel he, uh, oh no! Yeah, I was looking out back, and and he was going into the chicken coop yesterday. So I don't know if he's going to get in there and do any damage or might do any... take a couple eggs. Can, will they take I don't eggs? know if they do or not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works. So it's, typically, squirrels they're they're just more foraging for yeah. nuts and what. Now they will eat. I have seen squirrels as meat eaters. They will do that. Absolutely, it's not against them. So like it's a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, like squirrels will. Um, I don't know if they'll necessarily like hunt down like rats and stuff like that, but if they get a hold of them, or if they're dead, they'll eat them for sure. Well, I mean, they eat anything. It's like all these people that are vegans. I don't care if you're a vegan, but like, don't tell me about the ethical thing. Yeah. Because when it comes down to it, and society collapses, which it's on its way to, I'm just gonna say, it's been it's, working on it for years. It's as far as I'm going, <laughs> it's on its way there. When it collapses, you'll eat anything to stay mm-hmm. alive. When you're starving, you will Call do it squirreling. Yep. You'll start off with, <laughs> well, I'll do anything to feed my family. And then when the family's gone and the house is gone and the job is gone and the ability to steal and kill for things is gone, you will eat anything to stay alive. Nope. You just oh. wait. Well, the squirrel might be on my list because if uh, if he's getting in the chicken coop and causing too much damage, then you got to figure something that out. reminds me. The rat that we killed, did you save that? Because I mm-hmm. might... I might microwave that up. Yeah, later. right. Oh, that Jeez. guy. It was a cutie. He was a cutie. You know, I actually I have a note to I have a note to say on that after yes. the podcast because it actually turns out to be a little a little funny. The whole thing may have been my fault. It's I don't even know how you can put that related together. to the snakes. Yes. Ah, yep. you son of a bitch. All right, I'll say it. So I got some pet snakes and I also <laughs> keep rats because in the COVID era, it's hard to find. Whatever we just gained a bunch of haters for me saying that's that. fine, but essentially you feed we, your snakes whatever you want. Yeah, well this one this one got away, and um, during the summer, with Cleo being as large as she is, I typically take her outside, and uh, and feed her out in the yard. And I put a rat out there in the yard and left her out there, and she wasn't eating, and the rat was gone. And now we had a rat in the garage, and I'm pretty sure I didn't check, but it was. I mean, it was a. Are there that many rats rat. even around the area? Like I've never, no, I see field, field mice. Well, I mean, there are there are rats and stuff like like you know field rats right. or whatever. They are around. We had them in our barns, you know, on the farm growing up and stuff like that. But you get field mice ninety percent of the time. It's it's in oh, my, they, they're small. They can it, avoid birds yeah. and stuff. You know? In my findings, in my growing growing up and whatnot, it's uh, you, you typically don't find giant rats. Yeah, well, and that's funny you mentioned that because I thought I was like, you know, Jake feeds his. Uh, I told Lane about it, and she was upset, of course. And I said, you know, Jake feeds the snakes rats just to add a little insult to injury. Yeah. And now I'm wondering because I did it. I was like, now nah, there's no way. I mean, although I will say it wasn't all that terrified of you. It didn't like try to burrow. It just kind of stayed between us, which I guess is oh, all it, it didn't do. have a choice. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't have any choice now. You sorry son of a bitch. It's, I really feel, I, guys, <laughs> for anybody, I feel like the two people so we just got just left. Like, many nah, nah. people are like going to be really, really upset by that, and I'm sorry. I know it's a touchy. I subject. mean, we didn't go into the details about how you shot it with a BB gun, Jesus fuck. <laughs> but I do have snakes. <laughs> The snakes uh, need to eat. Look, here's my alternative. I either feed them live rats 
Or my other alternative is to buy frozen rats, nuke them warm in my microwave, and then hand feed them until my snake either bites my hand or bites the rat that's nuked to microwave temperature. <laughs> no snake like, likes a microwaved no, rat. No, you know, I'd rather just do it. It's healthier for them. It's better to do it the natural way. Yeah, of course. Of course. I, uh, I got, yeah, so... He has a lot of haters that just got between killing an innocent rat and it potentially being one that was raised in my basement to be fed to snakes. There's, yep, just got a lot of haters. So the Gledfittig 18. (laughs) 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 Nah, we're good. Look, everybody, the the circle of life, I'm not playing the, uh, I'm not not playing the last 15 minutes. (laughs) I'm not playing this song from The Lion King because you guys are homos. It's not, it's not happening. But I will say the circle of life is a thing, not a big deal. Um, we both like animals. We both respect animals. That's something too. I I love, which is part of the reason why I have the snakes in the first place. I am such an animal person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've raised and rehabilitated rats and owls, baby deer. Growing up on the farm, we had cattle, chickens, pigs. We even did have, or we even had uh, rabbits. And I still, to this day, I have one rabbit. Um, yeah, I love animals, man. But that rabbit, I also, that rabbit's more of a ghost at this point. She is getting old. She is she's old. She's eight years old, which is crazy because rabbits normally don't live like past five or six. Yeah, she's eight years old. She's kicking it, man. She's doing great. But she does get out, especially during the summer. We let her out back, and she's uh, she primarily stays underneath the um, uh, table and all that, and eats all the the grass growing. That's and cool, though. But, yeah, yeah. She's she's had a good life, so I think she's. I think she's going to hang in there for a little bit longer, but she's teeter-tottering on the edge. But aside to a certain point, aside with being an animal person and just, um, you know, caring for anything that really needs help and is helpless, uh, I do hunt, I do fish, I do enjoy the outdoors, I do all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I'm there to help anything that's helpless, but at the same time, if you can be thrown in a slow cooker... Yeah, watch out. Bummer. Which is why I'm locking my doors when the apocalypse starts, because I'd be damn good slow cooked. I got a lot of pellets in the garage. He'll just be on my deck, rotisserie in my ass. That's funny. That One of the old South Park episodes I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to, um, when you say that, is, uh, it's Jimbo and Ned. Remember Jimbo and Ned? Ned's got the voice box. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimbo Jimbo's stands on, uh, stands Uncle Jimbo, yeah. They're like uh, they're doing their hunting show. So uh, join us next week so we can kill more defenseless animals, or else they'll die because they'll run out of food. <laughs> like and I, that's what they're talking about. They're running. If, if see if we don't kill them, then they'll run out of food and then they'll die. So join us next week. And I was like, I, I always love that line. Wait a minute, because if you think about it, it's, you're like, oh, I see the irony in that. But the actual truth is that the mm-hmm. you know we, there is there's a byproduct from you know waste from animals and people is not necessarily a negative byproduct of eating other animals, but it actually does help control population, which not, you're not so much worried about the animals eating animals. You're worried about the ones that eat plants and will eventually kill off plant life. And that plant life might have some very glorious return, like a certain nutrient into the ground that we need to grow our crops or a certain something in the air aside from just oxygen. You know, there's a lot of things and, and, or they might pollinate, help pollinate other plants by having bugs that grow on them and, you, you just can't you can't understand the impact until you really know all those things, and yeah. neither of us are going to know that. But I think that we should start a second podcast where we just bullshit about stuff that's not whiskey related yeah. at all. The Glenfiddich eighteen years is slash. why we're supposed to be here. <laughs> slash, <laughs> slash Jake's an asshole and kills animals. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's it. That'll be the headlines. No, I have I've I've gone out rabbit hunting, and that's about it. I mean, yeah. I, I have no problem. I have no problem with it. I understand it. And like we said, you never do it and don't feel a little bit of remorse. That's very true. You always have to give thanks to the animal. Uh, yeah. There always is a few moments where where you just got to kind of sit down and think about it for a minute. But, um, yeah, for any hunters out there, you'll understand exactly what I mean. You always you always got to give thanks for a moment before you start the other processes after you harvest something. 
Speaking of harvesting, now we're drinking two scotches next to one another. Go ahead and take another smell of that 18 real quick before we close this episode out. Speaking of harvesting, smell whiskey. That's right. Okay. Well, we had to harvest the grain. We had to harvest the tree and make the barrel. We didn't do shit, bro. Listen, (laughs) they don't know that. They don't know that. I don't need the ATF knocking down my door, which are conveniently right up the street. Yeah, they are. They're already on their way here. They're turning around now because they think we're at your house. Yep, that's tough. Smells a lot like maple and honey, and like this smells like absolute nothing now. Right? Are you getting? Is that what you're getting at? Oh yeah. Like I can't even smell anything on the what is it called? Spayburn. Which I've never even heard of this. Actually, I think um, Spayburn, McClellan, and Spayburn are two really good options for um, for cheap scotches. We'll have to do it. We'll have to do a maybe next episode. We'll do a McClellan with it. Not McCallan. No, McClellan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll throw you off. <laughs> Did you see me looking? I was like, wait a minute. Like, you said cheap? Wait, you said cheap? 10 year for $70? You said Actually, cheap? the McAllen uh, 12 isn't that expensive. It's around. You can get it between 70 and 100 Depends on where you're at. I oh, bought it that? in I didn't even state. think it was that much. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they make a bigger bottle, too. I shouldn't say that. They, I have to look and see what the sizes are. But I did find another Glenfiddich 12 year that we might want to get, by the way. Welcome back, everybody, to our ADD <laughs> hour. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> all right go ahead what were you gonna say uh, i did find another 12 years so they have a um uh they have an oloroso sherry cask 12 year Glenfiddich? i believe yeah oh nice i gotta i gotta look at the differences i'll show you the pictures that i screenshotted earlier but they do have a, a one that they only sell at least in virginia abc's they only sell it in a 1.75 liter bottle and it is the old labeling so i'm kind of ah, right on try it. there is a difference i'm kind of interested to try it it's about 100 bucks but again you're getting 1.75 rather than yeah that's actually a so. whole lot more anyway yeah yeah so you're getting, you're getting two and a quarter of the amount it's actually probably a better deal than just to buy a standard 12 year or two and a third the amount yeah you're getting yeah. a lot that's mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. that's good hmm. no okay well one last sip of the 18 because it is just amazing we agreed we wouldn't refill our mini glen cairns but we did but we only filled them with about a quarter yeah we topped them they're not topped them but we uh what would you, how many ounces do you think this is what we poured two ounces or the whole thing yeah three ounces probably three now maybe not, not quite three probably two and a two and a half two and a third um, but then we, we only went, we yeah. went about halfway on the first pour and we went down to about a quarter of the glass now. So not very much, but, uh, yeah, it's been great. Thanks everybody for joining us. Um, I really enjoy talking about random nonsense crap and making you all listen to it, but yeah, it's been a good for, time. Thanks for sticking with us and listening to the banter that is again, nonsense. It's really awkward Just, to thank people that don't yet exist that may not exist after this episode. You all exist to me right <laughs> now. Right. I know who you are. Yeah. There's right. a, there's a Jeff and there's probably a Frank out there. There's a Bob. There's definitely a Jim. There may be another Greg or a Jake. There's a Stephanie. I we feel know like for a fact a there's a Ryan, but he doesn't really listen. That's true. He just, lies he just to us. says, yeah. Makes fun of us. But uh, we we definitely enjoy it. Uh, thank you for joining us for this one. We are just about done with the Glenfiddich journey, and then we're going to get all over the place. We're going to try Isla Scotches. We're going to try different space sides. We're going to do these cheapies. We're going to do expensive. Excited. We're going to go a full line of Bowman bourbon, which would be a lot of fun. A. Smith Bowman, Fredericksburg, Virginia, if you guys get a chance to check it out. If you live within the region, the greater D.C. area, it is, I would recommend, believe it or not, go get a hotel Go there, do a tasting, drink, buy a bottle, take it to the hotel, drink, stay overnight, <laughs> and then go home the next day. You know, I, I was so it was good. I was so happy to have Matt there because of all his history knowledge. Oh my He's gosh. a huge history buff. And as we were driving through the town, he was like, "Oh, this happened there. This happened there." That you know, if you're a history dude, which I do, I do love history. Yeah, same. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more I'm no good at it, but I love listening to it. Well, I'm more of like World War One and Two. 
and yeah. he is all about Revolutionary War and, and all that kind of stuff. He's, but he's a big Civil War, World War II guy. Yep, Civil War, and he knows the Revolution too. But he's big Civil War, like he. Yeah. So Fredericksburg, Virginia was was a playground for him essentially. So if yeah. you're a history buff, uh, on your way to a Smith Bowman's, definitely check that out because it it was neat to drive through. It was neat to just see it all, and then to have Matt essentially as our tour guide right next to us, just telling us all the different stuff was. As long was as you're awesome. not easily offended, we could probably talk Matt into giving you a tour for like three hundred. And I know it sounds like I'm joking, but. I would pay him to give me a historical tour of the Civil War. I would rather listen to Matt than anyone who they have to give. Like, yeah. anyone who the state says, yeah, no, they're licensed to give you a tour. I'd be like, well, yeah, that, but I'd still rather have This Matt. is where we pulled down the statue <laughs> that commemorated the uh, things yeah. that Lee did for black people. Yeah, right. Because we weren't happy with him. This, Yeah, no, we want yeah. we want Matt because Matt's the guy. So if there's ever anybody that wants to uh, check out a historical tour for the Civil War in the greater Northern Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland area, he's the guy. He knows like what guy's uncle whose brother was sick with the flu at the time got sick and died yeah. because he stubbed his toe. He knows that. That's him. Yep. That's him. So, uh, yep, yeah, definitely yeah. worth it. Check out A. Smith Bowman. Please check out the Glenn Fittick 18 if you have uh, the budget around $120 to $130, depending on where you live. Fantastic scotch. Definitely a holiday scotch, not a drink every day scotch. Nope, I would absolutely agree. It is a special occasion scotch. And um, yeah, for anybody who has hung in here this long <laughs> through all of this banter, uh, just so Good much Lord. appreciated. You yes. guys are great. Thank you. We'll send you a thank free you, gift thank you. tomorrow. See us again tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just like the free beer tomorrow sign. All right, guys, thanks a lot. This has been the Smoking Cask. We are the Smoking Cask Cast Crew. Cast. <laughs> cask crew at thesmokingcask.com www.thesmokingcask.com we are working on the website i've said that every time but it's still early we're working on it we've got some previews to put up of episodes we're going to have some pictures of things we've taken here yeah. jake's wonderful camera skills catch we us are, there we're still in the process of getting equipment and stuff like that so uh anybody who is listening to this current day what's it 118 119 yeah it's uh 119 2022 uh you are listening to the infancy of it so we That's are right. we are only going to get better from here that's and, for damn sure you know jake has got all this great camera equipment he's amazing but i'm going to put him on the spot what's your email address uh jake c at the smokingcast.com all right and cask crew at the smokingcast.com will get us both if you need us if you want to shit talk greg and just talk to myself please email me at jake c at the smokingcast.com yeah and if uh you want to get some free stuff don't email him ever uh, <laughs> thank you guys uh, have a great one <laughs>